Last time on Ugly in the Morning. Boys and girls, welcome to Ugly in the Morning, episode number 28. How you guys doing? Um, we're your hosts, I'm Derek. I'm Ben. And uh, welcome back. Uh, it's been a few weeks, we missed you guys, hope you've been alright. Hope everybody weathered the storm okay. What uh, storm? Yeah, that, uh, you know, the, the proverbial storm, the, oh. the one that rages within. Mm. Or Irma, whichever. Um, that one hurricane that, uh, that kind of threw everything into fucking upheaval in our lives in the past few weeks yeah yeah there was that yep and that's why we're here everybody this uh number 28 um we're approaching our one year anniversary here and we've set a precedent uh where we try to be funny and topical uh but uh this week we're not doing that um it's been a really fucking harrowing few weeks and uh we're just gonna kind of talk about that and document it and uh fact of the matter is this one isn't really going to be funny yeah, and we're both sober today. And, yeah, it's the middle of the afternoon. We're both sober and still kind of recovering from everything that's happened. Um, yeah, so really, despite what you might think about this show, um, I still really feel that it is essentially just a human interest show. Um, you know, you guys listen because uh, you like us for whatever reason, um, because you exercise poor judgment and have terrible taste. <laughs> But uh, that's that's why you're here, because we do occasionally, we say funny shit, we talk about politics, we talk about uh, topical things, but re- this week we're not doing that. We both just got shit we need to get out, and um, we're going to do it with the mics on for you guys, just uh, so you know what's been going on with us and what's happened in our lives. Yeah, we're going to be real human beings. Uh, we're not like uh, shock jock radio DJs or whatever. Nope. <laughs> And it does happen on occasion. Occasionally, yeah. we do let our true colors show, and it's mostly, uh, you know, pink and yellow. <laughs> um, but, you know, you know, it, as a real human, I will tell you this. On the way over today, um, my daughter and I were, were driving this way, and I was listening to that song, The Way You Lie, by Eminem and Rihanna. Oh, okay. And somehow that fucking song started to dig its claws in. <laughs> And I, I, it struck a personal chord. God damn it! And I, I just, I started to sink in just a little bit. I could feel myself falling down that hole, the the sad hole that I do every now and again. And fortunately, I was saved by my daughter, who was just babbling incessantly about <laughs> about dragon claws. 
Oh, what? Yeah, uh, that was it. I mean, I was I was about to fall in, and she just started prattling on aimlessly about dragon claws. Why didn't you just change the song? I could have done that, but I. <laughs> Remember we we just talked about uh, poor taste and exercising bad judgment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's me. I I would almost rather fall down the hole because it's somehow profound and moving to me. Like I need to feel something, even though it wouldn't have been that. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, the kids saved me by uh, by being a little chatterbox. Well, that's what they do. Yeah, but uh, Jesus Christ, I mean, I'm I'm not even into that song. No, it's just you know, for a moment there, I'm like, oh God, this hurts. Rihanna has like a five head. Have you ever noticed that? I haven't. I, honestly, I couldn't even tell you what she looks like. Uh, yeah, she's got a big old forehead, man. Oh, well, that poor thing. Wait a minute. I've got a five head. No, no, not my, like hers. My head's my five head is reaching like six status now. <laughs> I'm almost forty three years old, and that hairline is going away, away, away. <laughs> but anyway, back to the uh, topic not at hand. Um, where have we been? Today is September twenty third. Correct. Yep. All right, I took a few notes here. The last time we recorded for you was September 4th. In that episode, we had just mentioned that Hurricane Irma was out there in the Caribbean somewhere between Africa and South America, and we went, ah, I wonder what's going to happen there. (laughs) Well, unless you've been uh, living in a hole for the past few few weeks, beg pardon, um, you know what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to kind of just go through the chronology. We're going to tell you about our experience with the hurricane. Now, some of you listeners are local, and you went through it with us. Um, And you probably have your own stories, possibly more harrowing than ours. Some of you live far away. You've never seen a hurricane, never been through one. Um, This is our, our account of how things went. Um, I'm not even sure where to begin. How about yourself, man? And then there, that's that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, this is Ugly in the Morning now. Just listen in, and uh, like I said, this ain't going to be funny. We're just kind of uh, sharing. Uh, so, what the... Oh, before we start, mm-hmm. I watched Daredevil Season 2. Oh. Um, the one that featured the Punisher. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I equate you with Frank Castle. Me? Yes. How so? I, I'm I'm not sure. I... Uh, I think if you went off the rails a little bit, if you flipped your lid in some way, I think you are very Frank Castle Punisher like. Uh, yeah, <coughs> I could I could see that. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I, just, I have a conscience though. That's that's the only thing. Well, yeah, but really, I mean, I think Frank Castle also has a conscience. Conscience to kill. Well, yeah, but uh, yeah, for some reason, I just you know, Frank Castle makes me think of you, and vice versa. I'll take that as a compliment. You should. And then I started thinking about, well, what what superhero am I? I came up with nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I have the the predilection for, for towards smartassery and uh, pop culture references that Wade Wilson does, aka Deadpool. But aside from that, there is nothing Deadpool about me. Oh wow! I mean, like frame wise, you're like the Flash. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, I think even there, that's um, I I don't even have that going for me. Frame-wise, I am DJ Qualls, only shorter. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. <laughs> so anyway, I uh, I just thought I'd throw that out at you. Uh, you're welcome. Mm. A- another quick aside, today is September 23rd. Today is officially the first day of autumn. Thank fucking God. But you can't even tell in Florida. No, no, but according to the calendar, it's no longer summer, and I've been uh, hoping for, for this day since... Uh, June 22nd. <laughs> In Florida, we got like two seasons. It was like hot as shit, 
and then a little less hot than that um yeah well there you know the winter in winter and fall I, I would consider nice yeah yeah so there there's nice and there's there's still bugs though oh there are mosquitoes still bugs. and but yeah in, in florida the two seasons to me are nice and summer <laughs> and and we're just making our way into nice okay so let's let's just get fucking down to this so yeah september 4th we were talking about hey uh, irma's out there what's going to happen well it turned out as time went on it was going to hit florida we didn't know where or when um, when it rolled through the bahamas it was a cat five we were talking like 165 mile an hour wind something like that it was 185 oh 85 okay my bad yeah and uh yeah it just kept getting closer and getting closer and getting closer and and eventually it was determined that it was in fact going to hit florida it was going to make that northwest turn and we didn't know where it was coming and it was still completely up in the air until pretty much the day of yeah yeah all the models they had models that were like it's the east coast no no wait no it's the west coast no it's back to the east coast like every hour it was changing yeah which really i mean the fucking news meteorology you can you have to take it with a grain of salt yeah um nobody really knows what's what but as it turned out it did it pretty much came right up the gut of florida Mm -hmm. mostly over the west coast basically right the fuck over us yeah the eye came pretty close to us okay so um neither of us had really been through a hurricane before didn't really know what to do this was our first rodeo so we started making preparations um a day or two before the storm was due to hit Mm -hmm. i went out and just bought a few of the necessities uh, didn't really know what to do. <laughs> yeah, people were wigging out, man. I mean, they it, from all my friends up in Georgia and stuff like that, they were saying, you know, they were wigging out all the way up there, too. Like, stores selling out, gas. Yeah. I mean, it was just a fucking madhouse. Yeah, and I got the same thing. I got just, you know, endless text messages and, <clears throat> and communicate on Facebook from people outside of Florida going, hey, what are you going to do? Are you going to be okay? You should get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And people did. Uh, people started evacuating like crazy. Like mm-hmm. our, our northbound interstate was just a fucking parking lot all the way into Georgia. Yeah. But we didn't bail. We stayed. Yeah. Um, we're not pussies. No, not at all. Uh, well, we're pussies, but just not about hurricanes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I um, abandoned my house. I buttoned it up as best I could. I live in a flood zone, um, so I picked up everything off the floor i i sandbagged as best i could but really there there wasn't a whole lot i could do um i like i like seeing some of these people's houses though with these sandbags like where they have like maybe eight sandbags (laughs) like right at the front door you're like what the fuck is that gonna do (laughs) i didn't do much better i i can't knock it (laughs) uh but also my house it's very very close to the coast i live literally one mile from the ocean so i figured that was probably not the place to be my daughter didn't stay with me she went uh with her mom who is much much further inland in a much safer place and then uh i basically you invited me to come and seek shelter here Mm in your house and so that's what i did i buttoned up my house as best i could um stuff my cat full of food and uh <laughs> and then uh september 9th i left and i headed over here yeah all right Wh- what happened then uh well uh, well let's see before that on september 7th i think that was a thursday uh we we had i got a call frantic call from my dad uh with some issues with my mom and so i had yeah. i hauled ass over to their place and uh we ended up calling 911 ambulances come pick her up and all that kind of stuff take her to the hospital 
and then it kind of progressed from there uh, you know that i'll get into that later well yeah so essentially she spent the whole hurricane in the hospital in the correct? hospital yeah. yeah okay that's yep. um at least the hospital is a safe place uh, yeah. Um, you know, you, you're pretty much guaranteed medical attention should you need it. Yeah, they pretty much started kicking people out uh, the closer it got to the hurricane. They said, you know, you can camp out here, but uh, if you leave, you're not allowed back in until like the following Tuesday. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, yeah. I, I guess when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, the uh, that happened. And then the, the 9th, uh, I buttoned up my house, mm-hmm. came over here. And we started buttoning up your house, <laughs> which was a chore. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've you've got a, it's a fairly big house. You got a lot of windows. We we started cutting out these foam panels, um, and then installing them in all your windows. Uh, you know, for flying debris, shit like that. Yeah. Um, I thought we did pretty well, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which windows we couldn't cover, we we parked our big stupid trucks in front of those windows to try to shield them from flying branches, stuff like that. And then, uh, yeah, you, it, as an aside, a lot of you requested that we broadcast, or sorry, podcast during the hurricane, which, you know, in theory is a great idea, but really, fuck you. We were a little bit busy. <laughs> well, plus we lost power, too. Uh, kind of had bigger fish to fry, uh, bigger, better things to worry about than a, a, a bad episode of Ugly in the Morning during a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry we failed. We posted one little clip to Facebook, which was ha-ha-ha hilarious, and that was all you got. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, we buttoned up, and then the storm rolled in. It started getting windier and windier around, what, uh, 10 o'clock that night? Yeah. It, it started to look like an actual hurricane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we started seeing branches flying across the yard. and Yep. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, and that was that was fairly incredible. The power kicked off around that time, around 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, your family had already gone to bed. I think they decided to kind of sleep through it, which was a good idea. Yeah, this was crazy, man. Like that, they they were just passed out. You know, they're they like a regular night of sleep for them. Yeah. And I think you ended up going down at some point, and then I was the only one awake, just <laughs> like frantically, just pacing around the house, listening to every every howl of wind that went by. And there were plenty of howls of wind. Yeah, we. Um, and for some reason, I had a hatchet with me. Yeah, and uh, yeah. In order to pass the time, we we lost power, so we sat in your kitchen by candlelight and cleaned an AR-15. <laughs> well, you yeah. cl- you cleaned. I watched and and uh, sort of gave you moral support. Yeah, I mean, what else are you gonna do when the power's out and you have a hurricane going by? I don't know. You want to make sure your assault rifles are clean. I, I think we just had to keep our our hands and our minds occupied for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, I mean. I, I gave up. I decided that I wasn't gonna miss anything. It wasn't nearly as bad as we were led to believe when it finally hit tampa it was no longer a category five it was a cat three uh, i think it was a two when a, it got to us a two okay so yeah we had like wind gusts over like 100 miles an hour yes we did but i mean the the landfall really took a lot of the piss out of Irma before yeah. she finally got here so she did some damage but nothing like what we were led to believe yeah nothing like what hit the bahamas right or, or the caribbean or, or wherever it was so when she got here she was already kind of tired out so that night, about 1230 or so, I just said, fuck it. And, and <laughs> I, I put a little mattress in your office and I went and cashed out. Yeah, I should have done the same. <laughs> how, how late were you actually up that night? I think I was up till about like 233, something like that. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. All right. So yeah, then we, we went to sleep and needless to say, we were still alive when we woke up in the morning. Yeah. And uh, what what the storm 
finally blew itself out here for the most part around like 8 a.m something yeah. like that yeah it was it was early in the morning I mean, we, we drove around when we woke up and there wasn't much to see a couple down trees you know a bunch of leaves and branches everywhere but that, that was about it what i found strange about my first hurricane <clears throat> was it wasn't accompanied by much rain at all oh yeah really? yeah it, it sprinkled the entire night so you know in 100 mile an hour wind the sprinkle was kind of it stung <laughs> But it wasn't the uh, the torrential downpour that I was expecting. Well, one of the one of the cool things I don't know if if everyone saw this or not. People that don't live in the Tampa area, but when as the storm was approaching, it drained all of the water out of Tampa Bay. It did, and so people were were out there walking where there used to be a shitload of water in Tampa Bay, uh, taking pictures and flying drones and shit like that. Uh, you know, the hurricane just sucked it all out. And I, th- I think they said the last time that happened was like 100 years ago or something like that. Yeah, it was all very surreal. Yeah. Um, it, it, hard, to, hard to describe, really. And the other thing that surprised me about the hurricane was it was really just a glorified thunderstorm for us. But it was devoid of <laughs> thunder and lightning. Then it wouldn't be a thunderstorm, though. I know. But still, I mean, just when, when I see that kind of weather, I, it just, to me, it should include thunder and lightning. <laughs> And there was none. It was just wind. Yeah. Really, that's all we got. Uh, not much rain, no thunder, no lightning, no tornadoes, just wind. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it eventually it blew itself out the next morning. That's basically what it was, just a big... <sighs> yeah. There goes Irma. Yeah. 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 Bitch. Yeah, so that was it, man. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, we, we got up and, and uh, went outside and surveyed the damage, and there was a lot of, you know, debris and shit laying around, uh, a lot of downed branches... But nothing really severe. Yeah. Um, and at that point, I decided I wanted to run home and check on my house. And getting there was kind of strange. Traffic was weird. A whole lot of stoplights were out. Um, it was kind of like, a, uh, what was that? The Will Smith movie where he was the last man on earth. Uh, I Am Legend? I Am Legend. Thank you. Yeah. It, it The drive home felt kind of like that. Just walking... All the stores, everything that's always open, everything was shuttered up, everything was shut down. Like the city was just hiding underneath a rock. Um, nobody, nobody had come out yet, so it, it was a very strange drive home. You and I talked about this before, though. But there's there's a certain level of like when you have these these things that happen, like uh, catastrophic catastrophic events or whatever. You're you're panicked, but you're also in a in a place of like excitement. Yeah, there's a sort of weird serenity that comes about. Uh, needless to say, I, I went home and uh, I got—I felt extremely lucky when I got there. Yes, the power was out, but there was no flooding whatsoever. Um, all of my windows were still intact. I, I got back into the house. My cat was alive. Um, yeah, uh, otherwise unscathed by the hurricane. Yeah. So I, you know, fuck a hurricane. Fuck a hurricane. So I, I you know cleaned up a little bit of shit and and made sure uh my cat charlie was okay and then i came back over here (laughs) yeah um just to to kind of help you with the you know because my house is very small there wasn't much to be done whereas whereas your house we we had a lot of shit to do just to get those panels back out of your windows yeah um so we did that and then uh (laughs) fortunately you had a generator that blew up. That blew up, yeah. It um, worked all of like 20 minutes. Yeah, something like that. That's so great. had a shit ton of gasoline and no functional generator. But fortunately, your power was restored. Uh, 24 hours later. Yeah, okay, not bad. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we fared pretty well on that one. Yeah, whereas over at my place, um, let's see, 
the storm was Monday morning. It was Friday afternoon um, when the power, power, excuse me, power finally came back on over there. So it was a long, strange four days of roughing it. Um, you know, it's, it's it's kind of a life lesson. You sort of forget how the other half live or how the rest of the fucking world lives. <laughs> right. Um, it, it's just dead. Uh, and what bothered me, it wasn't the lack of lights. That's fine. I got, you know, candles and flashlights and stuff like that. Um, it, the lack of a refrigerator doesn't bother me. I had a bottle of water, dried goods, so I, I didn't starve. What bothered me was the lack of AC or fans or any kind of moving air whatsoever. Trying to sleep in the middle of the night when it's still sweltering hot in Florida. I had all my windows cracked open, but there is not even a hint of a breeze. The air is just stagnant. And so all you can do is lay there and sweat and just hope, hope, hope to fall asleep. Mm, don't move to Florida. No, don't. Um, and if you do live here, move out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, that was kind of my storm experience up till that day. Um, so that was, that was Tuesday morning? Monday morning. Yeah, Monday morning. Yep, Monday, Sunday night into Monday morning. Um, so, yeah. And then my daughter's birthday was Tuesday. Um, I came, I brought her over to my house. Still no power, no nothing. Needless to say, she did not have a great time. It wasn't a stellar birthday for her. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. She left the fest, left the festivities uh, slightly disappointed. Mostly because I didn't take her to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, well. No, she had it in her head that a birthday is supposed to entail Chuck E. Cheese. Um, it's overrated. To my knowledge, Chuck E. Cheese wasn't even open. Um, I'm sure, I, dude, nobody was open. Yeah, mo- businesses really did not start opening up again at all until Tuesday evening, something like that. <clears throat> and, <clears throat> excuse me, even then it was still in a limited capacity. All of the stores were pretty much still out of water, out of ice. Gasoline was still scarce. Um, all the gas stations were shut. So just a few things were open uh, before Wednesday. But tell you what, uh, Ben's giving me signals here, so we're gonna we're gonna cut to a quick commercial, and we'll be right back with the rest of our boring story. Stay tuned. Till and seed, we help provide all of your farming needs. But sometimes you need some help shedding some light on some of life's finer things. One of those services is flowers. My wife Bonda puts together tons and tons of flower bouquets. These items are for sale inside of our shop down at 4569 Old Tractor Highway. And remember, Baby's breath is free with every purchase.
Hey boys and girls, welcome back from our commercial break. Um, listen, I, we we rambled hardcore. We, we we broke off at like 21 minutes there. I had no idea we were going that long. <laughs> um, fuck. So, so if any of you are still listening, uh, we're going to try to speed this up and really get to the meat and potatoes of this thing. Uh, do again. Keep in mind, we're not broadcasters. We're not DJs. We're not talk show hosts. We're just a couple of amateur idiots, and this is our outlet. Yeah, really. That's all this is. Um, <clears throat> and uh, thank you for you know, thank you for listening to it. it. It really means a lot, and it's it's extremely helpful for us to get all of this out there. So we're gonna pick up the pace here and uh, really get to the heart of the matter on this show. Um, anyway, where we left off, um, yeah, after the whole hurricane thing blew out, um, we still had no work. Yeah, yeah. The, the construction industry was pretty much dead. Yep, everything was shut down. Um, I have not worked in two weeks now um, mm. because, uh, let's see, on the Thursday, three days after the storm blew itself out, I blew my back out. <laughs> it, we did a neighborhood cleanup kind of thing. We had to remove a down tree in an effort to get our power back, and uh, I overexerted, and I slipped a disc. Um, which put me flat on my fucking back. And, uh, and then the day after that, I got tonsillitis. Mm. So, and uh, yeah, I'm still sitting here awkwardly in this chair. It's still not back in order. Um, I'm, back, I'm due back to work on Monday in two days from now. I'm a little bit nervous about that because I don't know how I'm going to stand, lift anything. Um, that's going to be interesting. Uh, you don't need to do any of that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, short story, We uh, Ben got his power back the next day. I eventually got mine back about four or five days later. Um, I've been laid up ever since. Uh, at, uh, yeah, so what, what else happened in that time, Ben? Uh, ooh, well, not some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as I alluded to earlier, um, on the 7th, you know, we had to uh, rush my mom to the ER. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's been dealing with uh, bronchitis and then pneumonia. She's going dealing with that for like the past month or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they released her to go home uh, under you know supervision with uh, she had to check in with you know stats, you know blood pressure, mm-hmm. O2 levels, stuff like that. But on the seventh, uh, she woke up that morning and um, everything had pretty much gone downhill. Uh, her O2 levels were like at 60-something percent, which is very bad. In, in short, um, she spent the hurricane in the hospital, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We called the ambulance. They took her to um, one of the local hospitals here. Uh, you know what? I don't even care. Uh, it, it was a Baycare, uh, St. Joseph's. In, um, yeah. In Tampa. Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to mention their name, but you know what? I don't care because um, no reason we've, learned, we've learned some things. Yeah. Uh, and through this whole process. Um, the unfortunate part of the story uh, that we're all still trying to accept and make sense of is that my mom passed away. Yeah. Uh, last Saturday on the 16th. Saturday morning. Yep. Saturday morning. Um, and and the, the details leading up to that are, are less than pleasant. Yeah. It's um, when it's unexpected like this, it's uh, it's very hard because when we took her in on the seventh, um, they put her on a on a uh, breathing machine, and then immediately the next morning on the eighth, they put her on a ventilator. And to be on that ventilator, you have to be sedated. Mm-hmm. So that's something that happened. Uh, my dad was there, so you know he got to talk with her uh, before they sedated her. Uh, but my sister and I, we you know we didn't have that chance. 
uh, I guess to have a final conversation. Yeah. Uh, because she stayed sedated um, all the way up until she passed. So you were able, you said your goodbyes, but you, you, she didn't say them back. Right. Right. So you, you just, uh, you assume, you take it on, on faith that she was in fact able to hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she had mentioned, um, you know, when we were, uh, calling the ambulance that, that Thursday that, uh, she had already made peace with everything. And it really kind of struck me as odd because I was like, what, what is she talking about? Like, as far as we knew, she had just, uh, pneumonia. Mm-hmm. We didn't see any of this coming. And I'm like, she made peace with what? And it's almost like she knew that uh, that she wasn't going to make it out of it. So it was kind of surreal. Um, this whole process has been surreal. You you told me a little while ago that that she kind of did and said some things that that sort of intimated that she somehow knew <clears throat> that that this was a, a one way trip. Yeah. Yeah, you you want to share a little bit of that, or it, you can share or not share as as you prefer. Here, I'm not going to press you for any fucking details whatsoever. Well, I, I've I've been thinking about this, you know, whether to you know talk about this on the podcast or not. You know, is is there any right or wrong way of doing it, or should you not? Should you whatever? Um, I, I mean, don't, I've decided to talk about it. I, I, I don't think there's a, a right or a wrong here. It, yeah. it's, it's entirely upon you and what you're comfortable sharing and what you prefer to just keep to yourself because it's nobody's fucking business but your own. Well, I think what I've thought about here is that every, everybody's going to think that, you know, unless you're, you've got a really screwed up family, you know, everyone's going to think their mother is exceptional to them, you know, so... I'm not going to try and convey that um, that I'm in hurting more than somebody else that's lost their mother. You know, it, it all affects everybody differently. Sure. The message that that I want to bring to the table from all this is what type of person she was, and what kind of legacy she leaves leaves behind. Um, because I can sit here and talk about the details of everything that happened uh, leading up to her passing, but you know, some of that's personal. Um, sure. As you know, save for a, a, a different place and time. Yeah. But the details um, don't change the story at all. No, the story still has the same ending. Yeah. Um, but one of the things we realized throughout this whole process was that she impacted like so many people. Like we've had so many people on Facebook or just, you know, sending letters. Uh, you know, she had dry cleaning that still needed to be picked up. So me and my, my dad went to go pick it up and the lady there, you know, was telling us stories about, you know, her interactions with my mom. Every single person she talked to, she made some kind of impact one way or another. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's something I think we should all strive for, you know, to not just be a body. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, you know, leave the world making it a better place than it was before. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I wrote down a couple of things here, man. This, this is, you know, some thoughts that I had in my head just about her. Um, so, so in, you know, in essence, this is kind of your personal eulogy Yeah. to your mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, please. Okay. One, one of the things that I think I, I, I've heard the most from everybody, and, and I know it just from being her son, is that she put everybody else first. Like her, her life came second. Anybody she met, family, friend, stranger, anybody, what they had to say uh, was more important to her at that time. And <laughs> I came up with this, this saying, 
that I think it kind of applies in this situation where it's it's not you, but it is you. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of confusing, but think about it in this way. If you disregard your own fortunes and then you help others that are less fortunate. Yeah. That's a mindset that starts with you. Sure. So, it's not about you. It's about other people, but it starts with you. You have to be that kind of person. You can't take on this this lifestyle of helping others that are less fortunate and being self-centered or, you know, self-absolved. You have to take yourself out of the equation. I understand. And put others first. And and she she did that. Some people would describe that as saintly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's a certain um, satisfaction that comes with having that type of uh, attitude in life. And one of my suggestions to, you know, people people that might be listening to this or you pass it on to somebody you know is, you know, if you're feeling depressed, you got low self-esteem, or you feel like you're having to run a bad luck, try being that person. I feel like you're talking directly to me right now. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> no, it's, it, it, it's amazing. I mean, I've seen it happen with her. She, she instilled this in me uh, throughout the years. Be that person where you put others first, and you will be amazed at how much your life turns around. That depression then turns into happiness or your lowest low self-esteem, you know, all of a sudden you're confident in everything you're doing because you're putting others first first and you're not just constantly thinking about what's best for me. That's that's what she did. Yeah, I think what you're describing here is what's known as a good person. Yeah. 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 And, and then with being a good person, uh, you know, you, you ask yourself, what kind of impression are you going to leave after you pass um you've got to evaluate you know your current impact on your family friends co-workers strangers um you know if you set religion aside from all this there's a spiritual connection between all of us i believe that uh most of us are kind of numb to this state of mind and we either ignore it or reject it you know because we get caught up in mundane daily tasks you know and you you forget that there's some kind of connection between all of us but the minority of the people you know that are like awake and aware they know what the significance of meaning is and uh, a meaning that extends past their own needs and wants a meaning that harnesses that human connection and a meaning that delivers selfless servitude and genuine care for others. That is an impact. And that is my mom. This almost sounds like a sermon, but it it also sounds like just a good way to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to come across sound like I'm preaching. There's, <laughs> I think one thing people need to understand, my mom was a very religious person. You mm-hmm. know, she read the Bible. You look at her Bible, there's, there's, I mean, it's torn apart with a highlighter and, you know, pen marks all over the place. There, If you're an atheist, one way I would look at the, the whole Bible thing is that not all uh, verses in the Bible are about worshiping God. 
you know, some of them are about just being a good person, you know, learning how to respect others and, and deserve respect by your actions and stuff like that. Something uh, we could all use a reminder of every now and again. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, you know, I had a, I had a cousin approach me at the funeral and said that this is, this has opened up his eyes. You, you know, he's, he's, he's seen what kind of impact she had on the world. And like I said, he's looking at what, what legacy is he going to leave behind? And he said, he feels like it's immeasurable, you know, that compared to her, like hers is way greater of a person you know uh the things that she did for everybody he feels like he's nothing compared to her and he said he's he's going to make a a change you know like starting today and i've taken on this same kind of perspective myself uh you know you contemplate certain ways you deal with things and you know stresses that you have in your life and uh, how you deal with stress and stuff like that and then you kind of compare that to the way she acted i mean i'm not gonna say she didn't have her own problems of her own and stuff like that everyone does but uh she definitely put forth more effort than i did i know that it sounds to me like she put forth more effort than most people do yeah 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 i mean she 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 volunteered at a food kitchen you know feeding homeless people uh, she would meet people on the streets just random people that she would walk into and then five minutes later you know they know each other's life stories and she's praying with them <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? I have no idea. <laughs> she had a gift for that kind of stuff. When she would see people in distress or, you know, they, they look like they needed help, she knew exactly what to say. Uh, I, I met your mom but a handful of times, mostly at birthday parties. Um, she barely knew me from from anybody else. And, 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 and your folks still gave me a couch when I needed one <laughs> and asked for nothing in return. Yeah. <sighs> that's who they are, man. That's That's... That's the kind of legacy she leaves behind. Um, one of the things, let's see. This is one of the things that she did a daily devotion where every every day she would send group texts out uh, to just random people, people she knew, obviously, but uh, all these different people and it would have like a, a verse or a scripture or something like that in the text yeah. every day on her birthday. This is, this was the last one she sent out was on her birthday. And this is coincidentally the same day she went in the hospital. She sent one out. I want to read it real quick. Uh, put aside your religious differences and stuff like that. And just listen to what this says. It says when pain or loss strikes one member of a family, it affects the whole clan. As a matter of fact, hardship often strengthens the connection between family members make no mistake trials and pain will come when they do our brothers and sisters will need us and we'll need them we are part of a family that will go on forever a family with god as its protector and healer that sounds like intuition yeah there's there's no place for coincidence throughout all this you don't think so no no all all the signs all these different signs and uh things that have come across my family's uh vision here in the past couple weeks it's it's too often to be considered coincidence you know these things that have happened have happened for a reason uh stories people are sharing with us 
Did did you circle the wagons with some of your family? Like you know did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that, like that scripture just said. You know, this in the time of the suffering like this has brought us closer. You like, know, I know you have a sister. I mean, how did that improve? You know, did it bring you guys closer together in any way? Yeah, yeah. My sister, my father. I mean, all of us. Uh, I've even learned, you know, through other family members that put in as much time at the hospital with us as we did. Their their servitude, their dedication to just being there you know it's it's amazing how much has come together you know in these past couple weeks in in the event of a of a family member's loss now let me ask you this man how how are you processing this you you personally i mean you've obviously you've got grief you've got tons of grief It's, it's your mother yeah you know uh there's there's crying course um and and sadness and enjoy um having a son (laughs) a six-year-old son that seems to have a better conscience as far as what's going on and delivering reassurances (laughs) and incidentally he and your mom were very close yeah 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 i mean it's hard it's it's hard for me to sit here and talk about it but i feel like i feel like this we have a platform that you know not not everybody gets up and talks in front of a microphone and you know even if you do try and make a difference in anything um that would be my message here today is hesitate before you you talk you know think think things think about other people think about you know hatred you know if you're going to say something, hesitate before you say something that's out of hatred. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I, I really hope that people take more time to think about others. I think that's the main thing here. Remember to appreciate what you've got while you've got it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, that, I mean, that's just a huge fucking lesson to everybody, everybody that, hears this you shouldn't even have to hear this but sometimes you just need that stark reminder to to appreciate what you've got when you've got it you know um call that somebody and remind them that you love them you know yeah and i'm sure everyone can hear in the microphones in the background the kids laughing and playing here as we're recording they need that um it's a reminder it's a it's kind of a bitter reminder as that life goes on it does uh but uh you you remember the people that make these impacts, um, and that's what I encourage everyone to do: is to leave some kind of impact on society that's for positive reasons. And, and let's face it: one day those kids will be saying these things about us, and and let's make damn sure that we uh, we left them some good things to say. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sitting here struggling to keep back tears. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, right now, but I mean, it's. I wouldn't have made it this long. It's uh, it's life and death, man. Happens every day. That's like I told my son. I said, every day somebody's born, everybody, every day somebody dies. That's just the way it is. But you you keep the memories, and you pass them along. Yeah, you do. So, what now? <laughs> That's a day to day question, man. Yeah, just get through it. Yeah, get through it and and uh, 
don't know it'll 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 start to ease up a little bit i think yeah i i can't speak from experience you know i i haven't been through this but uh i, I imagine like any like any loss any heartbreak it just it gets easier over time yeah i think everyone's going to have their moments uh you know that you'll you'll do something and think about you know oh what would my mom think about this or do something that reminds you of your mom you know your loved one whoever you've lost mm-hmm. uh and it'll bring back a tear you know it's just the way it goes man and, you know if we were heartless emotionless robots then none of this would be an issue you know what i think i mean i have a suggestion it's it's just my my opinion um when we're done recording this i know you have to listen to it again to edit it and post it um after that i i wouldn't listen to this again for a good long while if i were you because it, it's it's just going to open the wound again but in the future when you're ready when you need to open up and and feel these things again um you can come back and revisit this and and hear what you thought and how you felt at this time yeah i mean that's a good idea i I mean i think too that (laughs) i don't know if my mom ever actually listened to any of our podcasts i kind (laughs) of hope not (laughs) me too uh because she would probably disapprove of some of the things we've said and done here Mm, um i don't approve of what we do and say here (laughs) (laughs) but i kind of feel like though that this is this is good you know uh with with, like you said we're we're real people we're not trying to get on here and fake who we are and i feel like this is an homage to her you know it's an honor of her to get on here and talk about her well i mean this this podcast is for us and and uh today this this is for you so yeah and uh for your mom yeah you know like i said i i only met her a handful of times but she was always nice she was a very sweet lady um yeah (laughs) there you go so what do you think you got anything else you want to add that's it man i'm good okay guys Uh, life is life is what it is you i I don't have anything profound here (laughs) sometimes you 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 lose the things that you value most and and there's there's nothing you can do but just try to persevere and go on and, and try to learn from it and be better for it so that's where we're at here and uh that's it we're wrapping this thing up so guys uh we're sorry we took so long getting back to you the hurricane is over now we're going to try to just resume normal life get back into our comfort zones and uh and and be back to where we want to be so that's it this was 28 thanks for listening and uh we will see you guys again soon and uh everybody take care Mm